and we are back with another Morning Roast edition of the Black and Cream Podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real vs. World. This is my co-host, David Malave, and this is episode 202. What's the topic name today, David? The topic is called, Do You Need to Move to L.A. or New York to Make It as a Creator? It's a great question. Uh... And Dave and I get asked that quite often. We also see it asked in the Black Window Cream community all the time. Um, a lot of creators are wondering if it's absolutely necessary to move to become a successful creative. Um, and also, they, you know, when to move or, or why should I move and how do I make it in a new city? There's so many questions that are asked around these topics. We're going to walk you through the entire process today and answer those questions. But if this is your first time tuning into the podcast... You're probably wondering. What the fuck is Black With No Cream? Great question. Black With No Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black With No Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. Now, without farther ado, I present to you the second most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to give a big shout out to Epidemic Sound for sponsoring this podcast. I've personally been using Epidemic's commercial plan for the past two years on a lot of my jobs with clients like EA Sports, Dwayne Johnson, and so many more. And I can honestly say that it's the illest asset for creators to have in their toolbox. Their platform has over 32,000 professionally produced tracks and 64,000 sound effects. And you can download the split stems of the track, which is the dopest part, in my opinion. So by downloading the stems, you can customize each soundtrack to fit exactly how you want it for your video. Searching for the perfect song is easy by utilizing their optimized browser to filter by genre, mood, tempo, BPM, and more. The commercial plan covers licensing for all platforms, so you will never have a video copyright flagged, and you can rest easy knowing that your clients are covered. I highly suggest you hop in and try Epidemic out today. They're giving a special offer to the Black Window Cream community. Use the code BWNC at checkout to get 30-day free trial and... 50% 50% off your first month. The link is in the description. Check it out. All right, so I think the, the the best way to go about this, you know, because there's an entire thought process, like a framework of thinking of how you would go about deciding whether or not you should move, do you need to move? How do you go about, if you decide to stay, how do you build yourself as a creator? And I want to pose a scenario that I think a lot of creators can identify with, which is, okay, if you are this person or if you aren't and you're imagining this scenario, you're a creator that lives in a city anywhere in the US or the world for that matter, right? That's not LA or NYC. And you're starting to build up a career, you're starting to have clients, you're, you're kind of bubbling or maybe, maybe you're just getting started and you're, you're already wondering, like, do I need to go to LA or New York to be successful, right? right? And where do you go from there, right? Because we're gonna start first with, the I think the most important thing to start with is asking yourself, what are your goals and aspirations? What's your ideal career? What type of content do you, cre- do you create, right? Because th- that's what's gonna decide, like, is it, like, 
do you need to move and what would you even gain from moving, right? So for Ben, like uh, you, you can talk about from you when you were in Iowa and you decided that there was a moment where you decided, yes, I, I do need to make it, I need, do need to go to LA to do what I want to do, right? right? And that's because your aspirations of being in music, right? And being, you wanted to be a musician, number one, and your city being Iowa with, with so little people, right. you weren't able to build the network or the, 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 the team to do anything that you wanted to do, right? And so going to LA was something that was going to be beneficial for you because you were gaining something in your career, in your business that you, was not available to you where you lived. Right? Yeah, it's like if, if your goals, if your goal list has things that are not obtainable in your surrounding area, then you have to decide like, what, how do you position yourself to obtain those goals? And sometimes that involves moving. And sometimes for me, like for me, like you said, to be in music, clearly Iowa doesn't have much to offer. I mean, there's a lot of great musicians and, and artists that come from Iowa, but nothing as massive as like if I come to LA and I could bump into anyone and, and start connecting dots there. And so I think having the strategy of deciding why I needed to move was the most important part. Because for me, I wanted to excel in that arena. I wanted to go and give it, a, give it my all and connect dots and become someone that a lot of top dogs could relate to me and, and allow me to come in and create for them and trust me to be that creative that they could bring into their circle or whatever it would be. And I knew I wanted that. I didn't know to an extent or under, you know, I didn't know what I would be doing right now years ago, but I knew I wanted something similar to that. And so it was important for me to move. And I think for people that are listening at home, it's like, do you need to do that? Do you need to actually relocate your entire life, pick up and leave what you're comfortable with to make it? And I think what we always talk about is like, absolutely not. I think it depends on what it is on your goal list and what you want to achieve as a creative. Where do you want to see yourself go? What kind of content do you want to be creating? Who is the person that you know that could get you there? Or is there an opportunity that you could potentially take if you go to a new location? Or could you do that same thing in your home city? You know what right. I mean? Like there's multiple ways you can, there's so many different versions of this. Yeah, which and I think it, it's, 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 and we're just, and if, you, if you're listening, just know that we're, it, this is like a, uh, like, a, like a workshop of how you would even think about this because there's so many different avenues and we'll try to t tackle them. But it's like, first off, like you said, do you need to move to be successful to LA? No right? There's, there's plenty of creators that are super successful around the country that live in, that don't live in LA or New York that make, that have, you know, that are making great money. They're living a great life. They, they have great clients and you can live in Arizona, Texas. You can live in, in Florida. You can live anywhere and, and have a successful career, right? It's about deciding what do you want, right? Because if you, if you're sitting around like, oh, I'm not in LA, so this isn't gonna happen. Like there's big cities all over the country that have markets for something that you wanna do. Granted, yes, LA is the place where, you know, films are made and the, the, the majority of the music video industry is or, or, you know, TV shows and a lot of these companies are here, but that's not the only place that this exists. This, this happens everywhere. So if you live in the Midwest, you know what I mean? What's happening in Chicago? What's happening in, in Kansas City? What's happening in Minneapolis? You know, if you're in the South, What's happening in, in Texas? What's happening in, in Dallas or Austin? You know, if you're in the East, there's other cities that you can make it in. So it's not necessary for you to move. But I think before you even get there, right, it's 
the second thing you need to think about, so you decide your goals, which is like, okay, I want to do this, and where do I need to be to make that happen? If you live in a city and literally you want to do something and it doesn't exist there and you know that, and you're like, I'll never be able to do what I want to do here. I'm, I'll be stuck doing this, and type, this type of content or this type of content, and that's going to bring me down, right? I think it's important to understand, like, before you even move to a, a massive pond, like LA and NYC, it's like, have you built something for yourself where you live currently, right? Because being a creator somewhere and just going to LA doesn't mean you're gonna make it. I think maybe some people think that, like, if I go to LA, things happen. And yes, it, it, it is more possible because there's so many things happening and there's productions happening, so the, just the number of possibilities goes up. But if you haven't developed anything in your city, if you haven't built up a, a, a body of work, a client list, something to show people, and even just proving to yourself that you can do it, like the confidence of knowing that, okay, like I get, if you move to LA, you know how to maneuver clients, you know how to reach out to clients, you know that you can accomplish jobs and do all these things. I feel like that's the most important part first, right? Uh, 100 and fucking million kajillion percent. Like you need to be so confident in your ability to create the thing that you want to, you aspire to go do and you want to go tackle and oh, cool, I'm going to move out to New York City and I'm going to get into commercial filmmaking and uh, I'm a director. Cool. When you get there, what do you think everyone's going to ask you? What have you done before? Right. Let me see your work. Show me some samples. Give me some examples. Make me a pitch deck. Do all these things. And if you've never done any of that, if you've never created any sort of example of what you're capable of doing, no one's going to take you serious. So being able to, and this is, I mean, from personal experience, this is what I did. I spent all the time fucking around with my cameras, trying to get creative in any way possible. I'd make short films. I'd try making documentaries. I'd do commercials for local brands. I'd shoot music videos. I did everything that I could. I tried to get my hands on all that shit. And every year that I spent doing that before I ever moved to LA was repetition. It was practice. It was testing, trial, error, fail, 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 fail. You know what I mean? Make mediocre shit, whatever it was. But it was all working towards one goal of getting better. So when I did have an opportunity and I was able to showcase some of my shit, I could fit in a little easier. Right. It's the first thing I did was show uh, Andrew drone shots. I, I literally would go out and film like the illest drone shots at the time of like windmills and shit in the middle of a cornfield. But it looked so cinematic and beautiful with the fucking sun dropping down all this shit. And it just looked amazing. And just sharing that clip with Andrew text, yo, check this out. By the, whoever doesn't know Andrew by now, awesome director, someone that took me under their wing and blew me up. So texting Andrew and saying, look at this shit. Look at how amazing this shit looks like. It'd be awesome to do this in LA. Right. <laughs> Basically just saying that and him be like, fuck, that is cool. And just having him on my radar off of that one thing. Cause I could have, I could have just told him like, man, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I want to do this shit and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a big fucking long text with nothing to back it up. He'll never understand that shit. But me being able to show that was cool. And then when I finally did move to LA, that was one of the first conversations that he would tell people was like, yo, this is my homie, Ben. He's hanging out here. He's from Iowa. He's ill with the drone. That was literally it. It wasn't anything else. Like he hadn't seen anything else or really right. understood it. He didn't know I was a great editor. He didn't know anything. He just knew I was ill with the drone. And then all of a sudden he's like, really? Oh, that's cool. You should come through it and do this shit. And all of a sudden I'm shooting drone shots in a music video. You know what I mean? So that, that parlayed itself, but becoming good at it. I practiced so much. Like I was just home from, from my uncle's funeral and I, when I was in Iowa, I drove by this, uh, the funeral or the, what's the shit called? The great, the funeral. What's the place where you bury people? The, the, um, the cemetery. cemetery. I drove by the cemetery by my old house, not my parents' house, the house I lived in uh, after college. And it was weird because I was driving by and I, I was just looking at this exact spot where I flew my first drone. And I was like, man, it's crazy to think like 
then I literally remember borrowing it from a friend. He told me if I broke it, I'd buy it. I'd have to buy it. I was terrified because it was like $900 or $1,000, whatever it was. And I like hovered it and then I set it back down and I like went back home because I was just like, fuck, I flew the drone. And it's crazy to drive by there and realize like how many times I went back there and continue to send the drone up and get comfortable with it and learn how to maneuver it. And now I learn how to add the camera thing. And then all of a sudden after practicing so much and then traveling around Iowa and fly, 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 me being able to come to LA, I was able to fit in and say, this is what I'm good at. Right. This is one thing I'm good at. And then you realize that and that opens up the door. And then guess what else happens? You talk a little bit more and you share a little bit more and then people start to learn. He's not just good at drones. He's good at editing. Ah, Right. But it's the hustle in, in Iowa that even allow you to talk like that when That's you got here saying. too. And it's I repetition, think repetition, bro. And I think I've, I've mentioned this so many times. JR probably knows how many times I mentioned this, but I really recommend so people need to listen. It's early, but JR Strickland's episode, because it's the same thing. Like I remember in that episode, he talked about how, how much practice he did making short films with VFX or, or different school projects or whatever in Chicago. So then by the time he got to LA, he, what he said was, it's like, it's the same thing I was doing in Chicago, but instead of like my friend's face, it's now it's Chris Brown's face. You know what I mean? And it's like, though, everything that you're doing in your city matters because it's going to allow you to succeed when you do move. So why, like, if you're a creator and you're thinking, do I need to move? Like focus on yourself first. And like another thing he says in that interview is you got to be the all-star. You got to be an all-star in your, in your town, in your city before you can make it to what you would call like the big leagues. And that's not even, that's not even saying like, Oh, LA is the big leagues. It's like, literally like, why don't you focus on being the illest you can be in your town? Right? Like if, because if you can do that, then you can make it anywhere. I think, right. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's a mindset you can lock into. Cause if you're thinking like, Oh, I live this place and I can't make it. It's like, no, why don't you be, why don't you be the illest photographer, graphic designer, vi- video person that does what you do in your city? Because if you can do that and you can build a body of work there and you know how to handle clients, then at that point where you do decide you want to move or if there maybe there's an opportunity and we'll talk later about how you might be able to like at least plant a seed in LA or New York, then by the time you get out there, you're, you're rolling. You come, out, you come out there and you have the experience to make it. And I think it's also something to mention like, you know, do, can you move to LA with no experience and just get off here? Yes, I do think that. But it's not necessary. Making a move is such a big thing. It's a monetary thing we'll get into later. It's a, it's a big thing to leave your family. You, have to, you don't know anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's not that easy of a thing to just say, I'm going to pick up and move to, to, to LA and New York. You know. Sidebar, I also want to mention that if by now you've heard Dave say that you should listen to JR's episode and you haven't done it, he's said it so many fucking it. times. It's his favorite episode. Y'all just listen. Whoops. Just listen to JR's episode. <laughs> and I, it's funny because I think it was my, I think it's my, it's my favorite episode for so many reasons, but the reason why is because it's for this topic, I think, it is. especially because, no, great. I, because I remember being this person that was thinking this in San Antonio and that episode made me realize, yo, I got, I have Austin, Texas right near me that it, there's, uh, has plenty of opportunities for me at least to start, right. for at least me to prove to myself, to like, to get inspired, to get motivated to build something that I could show to someone. You know what I'm saying? Because when we met, it's not like I had the most work ever. But I, at that point, I had already... I feel like when you met, I had you had like six videos on your website. Right. I had six videos. But in, in Austin, in Austin, at least I could go up to venues and they would be like, oh yeah, like, and I would know a He's couple people. He's done enough shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I would sweet. be able to get in. And if I would have stayed there, obviously I got the opportunity of a lifetime. But if I would have stayed there, I was building something for myself that at least could have took me a while. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, in the city. Yeah, because you... The opportunity, and we'll get to, we're going to move on in a second, but like 
you can, if you become a, like, if you really build something in your city, opportunities will come that will take you out, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, they will, an opportunity will take you somewhere else. And then... Well, it doesn't even have to be that it'll take you away from what you're built, like the area you're building in. Because that's the, that's the beauty of this, is being able to make it can mean... So many different different. things. It can mean something different to so many different people. So for you, you could have just become the goat of that, you know, surrounding four hour area in Texas where you could have done all the concerts. You could have become the local festival person that shoots all the photos there. You could have, I don't know what you would have grown as a business there, but you could have become that person who makes a full-time living creating content for whoever it is in that area. But I mean, obviously your intentions were different, but there's so many people that could find that and have massive success. I have so many friends back from where I'm from and just people I've met over the time that have built amazing production companies or photo studios or whatever, where they service the people in their city. And that's yeah. it. My, I have no intention of working on branded content. I have no intention of working with artists. I don't care about any of that shit. I just want to really focus on building this powerful business for myself where I can make a fucking normal income. I can support my family, et cetera. And that, let's go into thir- round three because I know... Honestly, yeah. I don't even have to talk. Dave's fucking just murdering this one. He's just like, rah, rah, rah. Uh, I'm sorry. I get inspired, but <laughs> I know. Uh, keep going. But I'm no, saying but for I, third. I, I think I think I like to contextualize this in your story because your story and a, a story, episode like JR, those stories inspired me when I was in Texas because the third thing we want to talk about. So, you, you, you know, you, you've looked at your goals and aspirations and then you're, you're asking yourself, have you built something in your city? Like, can you do that first? Right. Right. But then now, OK, let's create a let's think about a plan of action for any direction you want to go, right? And I remember your story, listening to you, and if anyone's listened to the podcast enough times, you, you'll get pieces of Ben's story or just listen to his interview. But when you decided, so like you decided, yes, I, my aspirations are to go to LA because there's something more that I want, right? The second thing was you had already done everything. You built up a skill set and a body of work in your city. Right. But then you decided, nah, this isn't for me you know, Cedar Falls isn't doing it for me. I need to move to LA. You really created a plan of action. And if people know, you know what I'm saying? You, you wrote down a list of, of gear that you wanted and you said, I'm not going to move till I have these 10 things. And you said, I'm going to save 10 grand because I need that to, to spend it on everything. And I'm going to do all, I'm going to hustle in any way I can to get those things. And when that's ready, I'm out. Right. Which is ironic because at that time to hustle, I ended up building like a pretty profitable business that would have been something I could have done really well and had much success and had like a high six figure salary as a freelancer. I developed that as I exited. You know what I mean? So I was building, I could have literally just stayed and done that shit. I could have built an entire business. Imagine like building an empire of like, uh, I had a doubt. Oh yeah. And and I think that's, that's uh, a little detour here, but the definition of success is different for everybody. And that's, you know, what is your version, right? Because don't get tied into the idea that you got to go to LA to be in the big lights to make it to like quote unquote make it cuz making it is making it in my opinion is doing what you love to do right and living off that. That's my idea of making it. It's like so if you love what you're doing in your city Hands down. and you're building a legitimate business and yep. you love your life and you're not you're 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 fulfilling your 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 like your aspirations then why do you need to move? Exactly. Like don't move just because like LA over here, you can do the same thing in your city. So don't, don't get caught up in that. But if you do want to move, right. It's like, uh, you, you wrote down some questions, but you're like, are you ready? Right. Are you ready to leave your family and friends? That's a big dog. That's something that a lot of people, if you're sitting there and you're really wondering like, man, I kind of am interested in this shit, especially if you just started like shooting or, you know, being whatever kind of creator you are, actor or whatever, especially if you just got into it, like, oh, I just suddenly got mad inspired and want to become blah, blah, blah. And I need to move to LA to do it. 
like, there's some big changes I have to make when you when you take that leap. And I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with having to leave their family and their friends and just whatever their normal circle is uh, to go chase that shit, right? Especially if you're moving to a city where you might not even know anybody. A lot yeah. of people get up and dip by themselves, move in somewhere, try to find it and try to make it in any way possible by themselves. And that's a massive, massive leap and it's terrifying. And I, and I think that people may force themselves into that play and they put themselves in that situation where they have to go and they have to do that because they think that that's the way that you have to make it. And it's not, man, it's not, you don't have to put that on yourself and there's ways to become known or, or build relationships, especially with the fucking internet. It's fucking yeah. game over. But that is, that is one big massive factor that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about when they start asking these questions and they start, Oh yeah, I'm moving. Like I didn't think about that shit before. I, I didn't realize I, how much it was going to suck ass not to be around my parents and my, my sister, my brother, my sister and I was a kid, all this shit. Right. Like I, I hate that. It's, for, for me, like for me moving here, I would have thought about it completely differently if like I moved here and I was like, first off, my best friend lives here, right? I had a, I had another really good friend that I was gonna live on on his couch, and I knew you, and we were already we already bond like had a uh, like a really good friendship from yeah, like how much experience we had. So it was like I felt secure in that way because it was like I'm leaving my family, but I got a Some support people. system right there. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you don't like LA is a massive city, That's what I'm saying. It's so massive, yeah, it can be brutal. lonely. So like that happiness is important. Obviously, if you have true goals. You know what I mean? You're gonna meet people here, whatever. You can do it. There's plenty of people that have done that, but just be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, that what is it called? A catch twenty two or whatever the fuck you call it. But like when some people also think, Oh, I'm not afraid, I don't wanna leave my friends and shit. Right. But you'd be surprised it when you do leave your friends, you figure out who your real friends actually are because you may feel like you have some good shit going on and Fridays and Saturday nights are fun because me and the boys get together or blah blah blah, friends from work and all this shit, and that's my people and I don't wanna leave them because I like having Sometimes when you leave, you realize that those people weren't actually your friends. They don't follow up with you. They don't care about shit you're doing. You forget to care about what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? You you can move away from that and detach yourself from a lot of it. But either way, it's a big risk. I, I other- think I think also one one more thing too is like you not you'll see who your friends are, but also like are they if you do have these big goals or something that's different from what your friends are doing, and the average of the of you being around them is kind of keeping you like settled in where you are moving can provide you that escape to to break out and and you'll grow more from that you know yeah of course i think uh the other thing is how dave talked about my budgeting when i knew i wanted to leave what do you have for your foundation because the big problem is if if you did follow through with i want to practice i want to become the person in my city i want to i want to exercise and build my business and and tackle jobs and build clients in my wherever i'm from and you decide i'm going to take the leap i'm going to move um what what do you have as a reserve for yourself to take that leap of faith and try out moving and, and spending money on rent and spending money on gas and cars and fucking food and all the shit that you have to do to survive. Right. Are, are you ready to leave your clients behind? Is it, you know, cause if you come out and you don't have this shit planned in 30 days, you realize like, fuck my rent was two grand or it cost me fucking 1800 in Airbnb costs or whatever the fuck. And I realize that this isn't working for me. I don't have enough money to stay here long enough to try it even farther to see if I can make it happen. Um, I'm fucked. I have to go back. Now you go back and you just potentially lost your clients. Maybe those clients found other people to facilitate their needs or whatever. Now you're coming back to a corrupt, you fucked up your business because you weren't prepared. And that goes back to making sure that you focus on having a dialed plan, the best plan possible so that you don't have to go back. You know what I mean? And that's, 
that's the beauty of it. That's what happened for me. I said, I'm going to save all this money. And if it all fails, I go back. But I have enough funds to try shit out. I'm going to try shit out. I'm going to be everywhere I can. I'm going to, you know, go shoot for free, do whatever it takes to be able to get out there. And, and if the income doesn't happen right away, I'm cool. Like I'm cool with that not happening. And I was able to stretch that money even farther because I found a homie that would let me sleep on his floor. So I didn't even have overhead for rent. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's important. Um, I feel like that's, and, and, and really if you're, I think that's so crucial. And if you, you know, if you have a day, if you have a day job and you're thinking about quitting and moving or you have, if you're freelance, like focus on that first because that that peace of mind and that freedom to be able to go out to LA and take a couple free opportunities or or just work just to get the experience or to make connections or just to bounce around without stressing like damn I need to take like what can I find to pay rent or right. what can I find to to buy food like that's going to free up so much like stress, stress bro stress, stress is the main problem and so if you are trying to move that's like, I feel like that's the thing that you need to take care of the first is like get a little base because when you go out, it's going to provide you with the, oppor- the the ability to do what you need to do to establish yourself, like plant those seeds. You get what I'm saying? I think, I think if, if you look at the way we're breaking this down, there's like three alternative ways, right? To, to, that you can take action on. If you're considering moving, if you don't want to move, you're wondering what that is. So we're talking about being able to leave your city, right? right. And go attack that. But there's also, you can stay in your city and right. that's what we're, also trying to let you know is that that is possible. You can find success in just staying at where you're from and developing that or, or even a, a, an area that's only a few hours away, um, becoming the all-star in your city, that whole mentality of the shit. You can build yourself as a creative in the city that you're from. And if you listen to this podcast, there's so many people that have been on this show that have talked about how they developed their artistry from where they're from. You know what I mean? They, even, even people who had aspirations to work in the entertainment industry and wanted to work in music or wanted to work in film or whatever were able to obtain that. There's several different stories. I think uh, what we wrote down, Morgan Cooper from Kansas City, developing himself as a DP and working in Kansas City and jumping on every job he can to develop himself and then being able to take that and take his content and come to LA and experiment in LA and get the wave going here and being able to attract people and then blowing up on the internet with his content. But he sh- the thing he blew up on was shot in Kansas City. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's fucking Danilo Lewis. Danilo was shooting all the shows in what Maryland, uh, Washington DC. Washington DC. He's in DC. He's shooting for all the all the venues in that area. And then all of a sudden, these EDM artists start fucking with him, and he starts hopping into these festival circuits and building relationships. And now he's with the Chainsmokers. Right. You know what I mean, that's a great episode too for this topic. Is being an all star. He's uh, he's a great example of Doug, being an all star. There's so many examples. Like there's so I, many examples. But yeah, of that I think shit. I think if so, like the move the move thing. But let's say you decide you're staying in your city. Like okay, we heard us, and you're like, you're right. I'm gonna stay here. Right, then we talk about something that Ben was bringing up, uh, and, and we'll talk about is like, if you do stay, there's still opportunities for you to have oper- uh, to take jobs in LA or New York, or how do you build connections to get tied into maybe you want to get a little LA uh, experience or be in an industry that's here and your city doesn't have a lot of it, right? And you have a story about investing to be able to fly to to LA and meet people and network that that ended up providing opportunity for you in the future. Well, I was going to get to that, but then I realized, so let's switch this shit because there's the one where to stay in your city and grow. And we're, we keep talking about there's other opportunities to like get seen outside of your city. So the three things are you move or you stay in your city and grow, or you stay in your city and you travel and grow. 
So we'll, right now we're hitting travel, the travel factor. You can stay in your city and still leave the city and grow yourself as a brand, right? And there's multiple ways that you can do that. And then you can also just stay in your city and build a successful business. Like I talked about my homie in Iowa. He's got a company called Pixel Labs. Shout out to Zach. Uh, taught us about our NAS server and got us set up over here. So we got fucking hella storage. <laughs> um, but Zach built uh, um, a, f- a full-on production company. They service all kind of production needs and just kill it in, in the Midwest area. They travel sometimes or whatever, but most of their business is in that area. He's got a, a whole squad, employees, all this shit, and a successful business, and he'll have that shit forever. I, the, my teacher from my university had their own production company, and they did just editing. They would edit all kinds of projects for all kinds of different companies, and people were able to dominate in their area. And I remember looking up to those people like, they, it's not like they ever did anything crazy with like a superstar, a celebrity, a massive commercial. At best, they did a Peter Pit commercial. Shout out to anyone who knows what Peter Pit is, but a Peter Pit commercial. And I was like, fuck, I want to be able to do a Peter Pit commercial someday. And like that shit was inspirational to me. They And they're making a living off that shit. Right. So and you, I, I feel like, in, you know, on this podcast, we're, we're usually dealing with people and the celebrities and artists and shit. And maybe it's like over glorified in the sense of like, oh, if I'm not doing that, I'm not successful. But hell no. That, that, first off, you can be in your city and shoot commercials for a Nike or, or whatever. Like that's that's possible if right. you're if you build a if you're have client jobs and then all of a sudden people are, are, are paying you because they see your work and then they're flying you out. You know what I'm saying? And then you get a taste of some of that. But or in your city, there's so much con- opportunity. They're just sending you shoes and shit and you're right. building like a little portfolio. Of just, you know what's the illest part about being in a city that doesn't cost that much to live in? Is that you can afford more time dedicated to testing out ideas. And I feel like that's not as common in a major city because there's too much overhead, there's not enough time in the day and everyone's hustling and, and it's hard to get collaboration. But... When I was in the Midwest, I could spend three weeks on a job that normally I'd be pressured to do in a 12-hour day here. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can spend more time being creative. And a lot of times when you do that, you can create some really outstanding shit. And you can send that out to a big client like that and obtain like a big commercial client. And there's mad companies that aren't like fucking fancy like a Nike or some shit that are, are have high budgets. And they need yeah, cool yeah. shit shot for their fucking random syrup or fucking oatmeal or some shit and those brands you can attack and and they are having less people contact them but they still have the budgets they still need to hire people to make commercials and ads and all this shit or whatever or shoot product photos and or graphic design or yada 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 yada. but like i think that there's there is something about being able to conquer uh, um what you want to do in that city because some people are like yo you know what i love i love seeing these massive uh tour photographers i love seeing these um videographers who shoot global weddings and they travel all over the world and shoot destination weddings and that's that's so cool to watch them and they're i'm inspired by them but you know what i can't leave my family and i have a six-year-old kid and a two-year-old kid and my wife lives here she's a full-time yada yada or my husband lives here and he does this and i can't leave we can't leave because of this and I do appreciate that shit, but I am in my city and this is where I work. So being able to dominate in that space, whatever your space is, and and, and like we all appreciate like the bigger things that are, you know, I mean, I was in Iowa. It's like I fucking wanted to tour in a bus. Like I, my dream was to live in a tour bus. Now I'm like, fuck, I can't wait till we get to a hotel and get out of the tour bus or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. but your dreams are always that. But I think there is there is something that you should be proud of is being able to crush it in your city and it's possible to make a massive living. You can really finesse the plug, especially now with like the way the internet's working and the way you can sell marketing tools to people and help them out with ads and doing all that shit for local yeah, and, b- businesses and stuff. Fuck, man. And, and the, the idea of like, just, you know, you, co- you come to LA, we, how would we say they have like 4 million, there's 4 million people here or yeah. whatever. But if you imagine the, the, the notoriety you can gain in, in a city that you live in, 
because of just the sheer less amount of competition that there there is. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden now every company knows your your company as as the one that they need to go to. And now you're just like the go to for everything. And you, that that ceiling can be way higher maybe right. than than it is here. And the cost of living is lower, which means your 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 wealth is more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, That's a great point. There's I remember there's mud advertisement. You know what I mean? There's uh, uh, around the corner productions, and those are like the only two companies that lived in our area that did that shit. Right. And, and it was like whatever. You know what I mean? It was like all right, but that's it. Those are the only two people. So that's your competition. And they set, you here, set the standard, yeah, bro. Here, do you know how many fucking people there are that want to be a filmmaker, want to make a documentary, want to be a photographer, want to do studio photos, want to shoot album artworks, want to do graphic design, want to build websites. Everyone wants to do everything here. If you're in your smaller city, if you're you had the ability that you're tackling, like we looked at my fucking shit was only forty thousand people in my town. You know what right. I mean? Like, ease not easy, but easier. And it's the same thing going back to when my parents wanted me to go to the Catholic high school instead of my fucking public high school, and they said, Ben, you probably won't play basketball if you go to that public high school because there's a lot of people in there that are good and they're coming from different areas. But if you go to the Catholic high school, there's less people there, and you'll probably start. You could probably start. And I said. I don't fucking care about basketball. <laughs> I'm kidding, mom. I, I understand the point, but it's oh, the yeah, same thing. Mom. It's like less, there's less people there. So your probability of getting action is much higher. Right. Right. And that's a great thing to have. And that gets you the chance. Like we said in the beginning, you attack these clients, you get a chance to experiment. You get to, a chance to like obtain some budgets that are decent and test your ideas, build up your reputation, build up your uh, your resume of work. And then if you do have any interest in ever leaving or obtaining a massive client, you have a body of work that you, that can really like stand for itself and, exactly. and, and flex that shit, you know? And I, uh, one thing I, I want to, I want to get back into the travel thing because we kind of got lost there. Sorry guys, I know. but back on track. I'm at, like, I want to talk about how you were, ta- how you were saying that living in Iowa, you didn't realize that you could have traveled a lot more to Chicago and Minneapolis yes. to to work, right? And I think there's a lot of those hubs in every state that may have a lot more work or a lot more opportunity than the city that you live in in your state. Right. And maybe people aren't thinking about the opportunities that you have to go drive there, fly there, and plant seeds and create a network in that city that can provide you opportunities because there are so many jobs that you could just live wherever you live and drive a couple hours and knock that shoot out, make that money and still live in your city. And then you have a network. If you live in uh, your city and then imagine if you had clients in Chicago and Minneapolis and your job was just to, you, you popped in on a flight, you knocked out a shoot, you flew back. You I mean, I do that. It's like I do that now. I'm saying, but like you, know I mean? you, you like live the here, same thing. but that's, that's possible. It is. You know what I mean? Where you live like, and traveling is, is something that you can do. So if your actual little town or your city, you know what I mean? Doesn't have what you need what is around you that you can go tap into that is in LA or New York where you can still live where you live and get access to more opportunity. I, I, we were talking, I was telling David's story before I'll share with you guys before we started recording this, but, um, there was a time and this is what I, I, I wish I, if anyone wants to take anything from this, my mistake that I hated in when we made music and also just networking in general, but we lived three hours away from Minneapolis, five hours away from Chicago. That's driving. Um, and none, none of the other cities in the Midwest mattered. So it was just those two cities. Uh, but like, I never went there. We went there every once in a while. And as I now reflect on it, I wish I would have invested more into being present in those spaces because it doesn't cost that much. 
And sometimes you think you have to uproot your entire life and leave to be able to do it. And there are ways to make this shit work where you could literally look at a flight to LA from Iowa is probably, I mean, non-corona times, it's probably like four, 400 bucks, right? $400 round trip to get into the city. So even if you spend an extra 700 or some shit to get like a hotel for a couple nights and your Ubers and food or whatever, you're spending like $1,100 to go make a trip there, right? What can I do in those three days, four days, if I have a homie that I could crash on their couch or, or some Airbnb I split with the other homies that want to come out there too, whatever it is, what can you accomplish in that downtime that could turn, some, turn into a possibility for you? And one example I give is that this wasn't me consciously thinking I should invest in this. It was, I was given to me. My homie was going to speak at this event in LA in a, in somewhere in fucking Southern California. And the company had a shit ton of money and they were like, we'll fly all three of you out. Blah, blah, blah. I was managing them at the time. We fly out to California. I came a week early. So I told the company like, Oh yeah, can you rent us a car one week earlier and I'll just get it. Cause I'm going to be there already. Sure. Cool. So they paid me to fly me out and they gave me a car. So I had this rental car. My homie Chuck was staying at my homie Craig's house. I hauled over. As soon as I came here, I went and stayed with Chuck just to hang out with Chuck and work and be creative and make music and shit. And by default, I met Craig, who, if you've heard any of my shit, Craig and Craig's house is the most famous place in LA that spawned a lot of everybody's fucking success. It's crazy. So I go to Craig's house. We meet Craig. I become friends with them. Um, Me and Chuck get experiences that I'll never forget. And I go back to Iowa, inspired as fuck, realizing the city is much smaller than I thought. And I need to be in that space again. I need to go back. And that was off of a free trip. Now, fast forward, Craig ends up having me fly down to Texas to shoot some content for like a potential blog he was putting together. And I go to South by Southwest. And if you know my story, that's where everything cracked off. And that's how I started building the relationship with TDE. Got to go on tour with School IQ shortly after that shit, blah, blah, blah. All that shit cracked off. And that came from that one trip. Like, if I would have never taken that trip, Craig would have never fucking met me. We wouldn't have had those random three-hour conversations in the kitchen about some bullshit, whatever we talked about that made us become friends, to then think about me during that trip to say, Ben should come down because he's dope with the camera and I want him to come down and network and shit, but I'm going to hire him to do this. And flew me down there. And if that would have never happened, I would have never gone on tour with Q. None of that shit would have happened. And so, luckily, I was able to bank off that. But now reflecting on it, I'm like, damn, what else would have happened if I would have flown myself out here and, and tried to link with the people that I've met throughout time or, or you know, if I had a friend that from college that moved out to LA and I could maybe link with them for a lunch and connect, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like there's so many possibilities and that's a great example and that's what I, I wish I would have done more and not even just to LA, just to drive three hours in Minneapolis, bro. I fucking love hip hop music. Rhyme Sayers was like a massive, it's massive there. Like Man. sound set's a huge festival. All my friends photograph sound set now. All the artists play sound set all this shit, I could have gone up to that. I never did. It was a three hour fucking drive. Right. We had and cars. That, that's like, an, I feel like it's an investment mindset in that sense. Like it is the, you know, the, the 400 to thousand, even that you would, you would pay, like what return could you get off that? You know? And, and I think even if it's LA, New York, or if you live somewhere, we'll just keep using Chicago or Minneapolis example. Like you live somewhere near there and like, what if you want to move there? Right. Right. Well, going investing and, and creating some relationships and some type of demand or some type of awareness of who you are. And then th- there being opportunities that you realize you can capitalize on is a much better, more comfortable position to move than just hopping in. Like, right. And we're not, we're not discouraging anyone not to just hop in, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, uh, we were talking about it before, but that scenario, 
just knowing that you knew Craig or just knowing that you knew Andrew. Right. Just knowing that there's people there that know who you are, that fuck with you, that you could potentially hit up and you have seeds there make the moving process so much better because you can, you can go there and you know the first couple of places you're going to attack. You right. know? And if you're in your city and you're thinking about staying or moving, like, like let that happen first before you even think about moving. Or you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, another great example, one, one of the last examples we can share is Mike Parentu. He fucking had, he has the illest scenario of this because he did live in LA for a little while, but before he lived in LA, his success was massive already he had built some shit in a remote city in Banff fucking Canada wherever that is and he was able to like really tap in with brands online and travel to start creating content for them and his his the things that he made were so sick that brands would hire him and he would pitch them and just find a way to listen to his story you'll you'll learn about it his story is nuts but the way he was able to finesse from afar and get access to I mean this dude's shooting like Mercedes commercials uh, you know, before he was really anybody, yeah. well, he, he, just, he, he got he got to shoot Red Bull like a Red Bull documentary, and Red, Red Bull content all over the world off some some bike stuff he made where he lived, literally you know from I mean? where he lived, and that and he he moved to LA for like a little bit, and then he moved back to Canada and he was just kicking it. But he'll fly in for uh, a couple weeks and and network and do some shit in LA, and he leaves. He'll fly into Paris and go shoot some shit here. He'll fly over to Germany and shoot some shit here, and he flies back home. He's been able to find a way to like live comfortably where he's from and continue to build his network and practice and make his his presentation of what he does so ill, and that's completely possible for you to do. I think about it all the time. Like I'm always like, damn, I could fucking really buy a nice house in Iowa with my LA income and just get a shitty ass fucking, I don't know, studio apartment out here and haul back out here when I need to for like three, four weeks, knock out ass loads of podcast episodes, do whatever we got to do, fly back to Iowa, live comfortably and shit, and then come back out here and really balance my shit. Take all my meetings when I'm here, go home or travel, whatever. I don't know. There's so many scenarios with it, but I think we all, it's weird how you limit yourself. Like I always think about that. Like I've only lived in Iowa and I've only lived in LA. Never lived anywhere else, but that's fucking weird to me. I, I feel, yeah, I feel like well, I feel like we're like as humans or just people, you know, like we would love to be like nomadic, and we love the idea of like, man, I wish I could live in New York. But we're like naturally sedentary in the sense of like we like to stay where we are and we like to sit, and it's hard to uproot your life. And that's why this is such a tough conversation, is because that's a huge decision. You it know what I mean? Like decision. there's a lot of cost that comes with that. I've ex- we've both experienced Like the, it's hard. Long distance relationships are hard. Being away from family is hard. Making new friends is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like getting accustomed to a new city is hard. And, and I think people naturally shy away from that. And if there's anything you learn in this podcast, I just hope that, you know, if you are considering about moving, you like the, the way that we, we are talking about it helps you think about that, that scenario and that jump. If you, are afraid to move and think that you need to, I hope you're inspired that you can stay and right. really make a living and really do some shit that's, that's powerful and worth the, the, the term of making it, you know, yeah. because it's possible. So just be an all-star in your city, dominate your city, um, build something where you are before you can, before you start considering whether or not you got to uproot your entire life. Cause that's, right. that's a hard, that's a hard thing to do. You know, that's a fact. Um, cool. Hopefully this helped out. Uh, I feel like we covered a lot of shit. It was all over the place in a way, but um, I think there's just so many different angles you can take and approach. And I think hopefully we've encouraged you to think outside the box. That's like the main takeaway that anyone listening needs to consider is just what other ways can I do this? What, what does success mean to me? You know what I mean? Um, But cool. This was dope. 
Hope uh, you had a good one. We have a great interview coming up this weekend with Tip. He's a DJ. DJs for Young Gravy, Alan Kingdom, Bobby um, Raps. Bobby Raps and and dude is just an ill promoter from if you want to talk about Minneapolis this dude this is who I should have been networking with when I lived in Iowa we talked about Minneapolis a lot this we episode. talked about <laughs> Minneapolis a lot but like in Iowa I looked up to him uh, and his crew and music because they were just accomplishing so much and I was like man we should just go to Minneapolis and play shows and try to be in their world and shit and like who knows if we can do a collab or something and we never acted on it and there's a reason why my music career never took off right you know what I mean Fuck. But anyway, uh, that's it. Yo, if you haven't texted us yet, if you haven't texted Black with No Cream number and you like these podcasts, if you ever have ideas for topics we should talk about or you just want to like ask us a question about creative shit and just like tell us what's up, tell us how you're doing, tell us what you're eating for lunch, you should text us. 319-209-9041 or the link is in the description. Um, when you text me, tell me what kind of creator you are because I like to update everyone's contact with this so I could like organize it a little bit easier. But um, when do we do episodes, Dave? Wednesday and Sunday, if you don't know. Now you know. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll see you Sunday then. We will. We'll see you in a few days. Yeah. Bitch. Bitch.